Hey, this is Mabel Munyamani and this is Living the Gift Out Loud podcast. This is a show designed for women who want to find long-lasting confidence for themselves in their business and for their family. I help women find the courage to own their strengths and uniqueness, walk and live out their best lives without compromising, compromising their values, their passions, or their strengths. In this show, I'll give you the very best of life, family, and business advice. And I'll be bringing you special guests to help me bring this message home and keep things real. By the way, I'll also be giving you a refreshing sprinkle of my faith. Glad you're here. Enjoy the ride. Let's go. Hello, hello, hi, 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 people. This is Mabel, and welcome to another episode of Living the Gift Out Loud podcast. And today, the topic of conversation is do I need a mentor? Right. Uh, because, uh, we know, you're just coming out of um, the event that we had, um, the Elevating Me um, 2023 business planning event. And a lot of questions that I'm getting from moms and the women I'm having conversations with is, you know, do I really need a mentor? What is that for? What is a mentor? Right. And I think when you get to the point, this is my first tip. I'm just going to go straight into it. So um, when you get to the point where you're asking, do I need a mentor? That means you probably do. <laughs> right. So that's an easy one for me to answer because sometimes <clears throat> when you start considering things, it's because you're now aware of them and they're in your radar, Right. And therefore, it's something that you are considering and something you've already identified as a need, right? So now it just becomes a mental decision that you really need um, a mentor, right? So what is a mentor, really, right? So this is my definition. It's not a, it's not a dictionary standardized anything, Webster or like that. It's my definition for mentor. Mentor is somebody who's a couple of steps ahead of you, who has or possesses something that you have that you want to acquire, Right. So that might be a physical attribute, it might be a mental attribute, it might be a spiritual attribute, it might be a soulful attribute. So it's something that you're looking towards to develop in yourself. Right. You don't have it yet. You've got the potential. Right. And you're looking at developing that. Right. So. Um, so yeah, so that's what my definition of mentor is, right? And this is my understanding of what a mentor is. And at one point in my life, um, at different points in my life, actually, I started considering a mentor. And so in this conversation, I'm just going to talk about why you'd need a mentor. Okay. And how to identify one, if you're looking for one, right? So I think the first, first point, like I mentioned, you need, if you start considering one, you start considering this question, then that means you need one. Right. And the second, first thing I actually need to be looking for when you've identified that you need a mentor, right, is um, identify what you're looking for. What is that that you're wanting to develop? Right. What is the need? Right. Because when we essentially go to anything, it's because we're looking for something. I go to the supermarket because I need some milk. I need some bread. I need some whatever. Right. Basically, you go somewhere because you need something. So when you're looking for a mentor, you're looking for them to fill a void, to bridge the gap between what you, what you are and what you're trying to work towards. So you really cannot go ahead and start looking for a mentor when you've not identified the need because you're going to be walking down the aisle of the supermarket, my reference, right? Um, you end up buying everything and nothing, 
right? You know, we know, I know we're moms and typical women. We go in the shop. You say, I'm going to buy one thing, but how distracted are we, right? When you go into the shop and you see all these other things, all this shiny stuff that we never needed, we never really even needed in the first place, right? A lot of us, we go in the supermarket wanting three things, three items, and we end up coming out with a trolley. <laughs> my husband hates that, right? But so this is my point, really. When you start looking for a mentor, you need to identify what do I need this mentor for, right? What am I trying to develop? What am I trying? What, what is my need? So that this person can bridge this gap, can fill this gap, and can help you develop whatever you're trying to develop. So identify the need. What do you need to do, right? So this is essential before you even start looking for the right person. Okay, so now you've identified your needs, right? So it could be, I'll give you an example of my own life, the times that I've looked out to a mentor is when I'm trying to develop a character or a personality or something in me that's currently missing from what I'm trying to develop, right? So a couple of years ago, um, I was trying to, when I started going into the coaching business and I was leaving my nursing field, right, I wanted to develop my confidence in coaching, in, you know, helping other women, other families, other parents. So I had low confidence, right? And that's simply because a lot of the times you are trying to, we are trying to go into an area where, where you probably haven't developed those skills, right? Those abilities. So you're wanting to develop those skills so that you can be competent, Right. So me in my own background as a nurse, right? Very competent, absolutely skilled. I could do that because I was doing it for like a zillion years. 10, 15 years I've been nursing. I don't need to think about that. Right. But now I'm moving into a different industry, right? My confidence was low. So what I needed, right, was a mentor who would show me or give me confidence so that I can confidently do what I wanted to do. So I looked for a confidence coach. Right. So you can literally look for for a coach for anything, you know, they're business coaches, different mentors for, you know, for, for business. They, um, you can have, um, married couples as mentors. If you know, you're, 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 you're newly married, um, as a couple and, you know, you look for mentors, people, a couple that have been married longer than you, you know, and you admire them, etc. Then, you know, those can be your mentors. Um, you can look for a mentor, like children look for mentors um, from someone who's already, my sons probably look for a mentor for someone who's ahead of their tennis profession so that they can learn from them, right? They've got qualities and skills and abilities that they need to be honing. So they con- they need a mentor, right? So that's what a mentor is, simply someone who already has what you're trying to develop, right? So you need to identify what the thing you're trying to develop is. And so when you've identified that now, so now you f- need to find um, someone who fits into the, that gap that you're trying to fill in, right? So if I'm looking for confidence, mean, mentoring confidence, that person has to be confident, has to exude confidence, and I need to look and see that they have the confidence in whatever I'm looking for, right? So you need to identify someone who is a creative thinker. I think for me, this is a really big deal, right? If you're looking for a mentor, someone who's able to show and demonstrate what you're trying to do. So if I look for a creative thinker, this is my list, right? So as I talk, right, you may be start to identify this, that's, this is what I need to be looking out for when I'm looking for a coach, right? So for me, it's someone who is wise and intelligent, right? And wise and intelligent means that they've actually gone past the theory of things, right? Everybody can know knowledge, everyone can acquire knowledge, right? But for me, it's someone who's able to apply the knowledge. And for me, that's my definition of wisdom, right? So when I look for a mentor, it's someone who lives, 
what I'm trying to create, right? Who lives, demonstrates for example, I talked about the marriage couple, right? If I'm looking for a mentor in marriage for me and my husband, it would be someone who, it would be a couple that live the way we want to live, you know, being honest, being a loving couple, being a successful couple. They've been married for several years. They're happy and they're going to have challenges, right? But they, they're the real deal for us, right? So I would need someone who's able to emulate what wisdom, being able to apply the principles of marriage that I know that I can say, oh, this is what I want to work towards, right? So it has to be someone who's aligned with you. For me, this is a big deal, right? So I would talk, for example, like people of faith, right? So I would look for something like that. Right, someone who's got the same biblical worldview as me, right? And it doesn't have to be of faith, but you have to be aligned with your beliefs, right? Do they have a work ethic that you admire, right? Are they are they focused? Are they committed to the cause like you are, right? You have to be aligned. That's another attribute that you need to be looking for, right? Um, and then what else do I look for? People of integrity, right? So again has to be someone you, you admire something in them. So a person with integrity, honest, transparent, uh, authentic, um, living the life that you are admiring and wanting to, to have. And so, so for me, it's not about you're copying them. You are, you are inspired by who they are and how they do life, right? So for me, integrity is a big deal. And I think integrity is big for anybody. You wouldn't want a person to be your mentor if they're a dodgy person. And I'm using dodgy in the loosest form because fill in the blank. You wouldn't want a mentor of a person who doesn't have the personal character that you admire, right? So they have to have some integrity for them to be your mentor. So someone you look up to, right? Um, and they shouldn't be a needy person. For me, this is a big deal. They shouldn't be a needy person. They should be confident in themselves, in, in who they are and how they show up, right? For me... That's a turn of a needy person. And I don't know that might apply to you. Again, I say this is my list, right? So maybe it's something for you. I'm demonstrating the list you need to put down, really. This is what I want in a person who's going to be my mentor, okay? And then someone who has complementary gifts and strengths as you, right? And complementary are meaning you admire the gifts and the strengths they have, right? So for me, I really admire other teachers because I'm a teacher, Right. So those are complementary gifts. Someone who can teach me and demonstrate how to teach better, how to show up better in their teaching field and industry. Right. They're also like, oh, I'd like to be as eloquent as they are or inspire or aspire other people the way they do, the way they communicate. Right. The way they teach, you know, just the way they the whole persona of the teaching for me, it's really a big deal because I'm a teacher. Right. Um, I am a coach, so I really admire other coaches, the way they, the way they go around doing their business, doing their job, right? Um, complimentary gifts and strengths. So it could be anything really, but it has to be something that aligns with you. Again, we go back to the alignment. It has to be something that aligns with you, right? I really, um, I'm aligned with people who live lives according to their passion, according to their strengths and according to their values. They don't compromise. So for me, Anyone who's in those arenas, I, they are, they're fully aligned and complementary to me because that's how I want to design my life. I'm not fully there yet, but I'm into that journey where I want to really design every aspect of my life and living the way I want to live it. So that's, how, that's what I would look for in a mentor, someone who has um, complementary gifts and strengths that I have, 
right and then the other thing is they might not have the exact complementary strengths and gifts but it's, it's a strength that i need to develop in myself that it might not be as pronounced or something i I've, i'm challenged or have a limitation towards right so i'll give you an example um something that i'm really learning out is to really be more outspoken and not um not not Okay, so I'm an introvert, right? Is if you know me and if you listen to me, if you follow me on any of my platforms, I'm an introvert by na- by nature, right? So really going out and speaking in public and having conversations is really difficult for me. <laughs> right? But my husband is a is an extrovert. He makes conversations easily. He can speak about anything and anything to anybody, right? In two minutes with a new person, he'll be talking like he's known them forever. So I admire that in him, right? And so something I've had to learn, especially now that I've done the pivot to be um, a coach and a speaker and an instructor and a facilitator, is I really need to develop my communication skills, my networking skills, my conversational skills, because introverts that's not a natural thing for them, right? So what I've done in a mentor, I've actually looked for mentors who are really good communicators, who are extroverts, right? Who are outgoing people, who are very communicative people, who are very elaborate because I need to learn how they do it, right? So I have intentionally gone for someone who has a strength that I don't have, right? And the strength that I actually am challenged around because I need to develop that strength. So we go back to the point I made in the beginning. What's the thing that you need to develop? What's the need that you're looking for? So sometimes it might be the complementary um, gift and strengths, but sometimes it's something that you need to develop you know, for yourself, something that you've identified that, you know what, for me, in order to function, for me to up-level myself, to be able to do what I need to do, I need to upskill something. Right? I need to upskill my mindset, I need to upskill my physical skills, I need to upskill my personality, whatever it is. Right? So for me, I'm choosing people who are more outgoing, who are really good at people skills, right? Uh, Who are really good at communicating. I'm really good at communicating on a one-to-one level. I'm very individualized. I'm really good. I can have deep conversations with people, but it's, it's, it's something I'm really intentionally working towards being louder and not louder as in a crazy, crazy person, but louder as in more pronounced, more verbal having those conversations with people i don't know and be okay in those situations because my business requires me to be that so i've intentionally looked for mentors who have this gift who have this strength so i can learn from that and so that's my list that's my list of you know what i'll look for in a, in a mentor um i would really like to hear and you can share with me, you know, what, what do you look for in a mentor, right? Um, because I think it's important to share these tips for around everybody else. And I would really like to go back. Something I didn't mention is, um, is you know, mentors are really important because what I began to study as I started my personal development journey is I looked around and found out everybody around me has... These, um, everybody who is successful or was successful, they all have had or have mentors, right? So if you look around, um, around Oprah, if it's Oprah, if it is um, a lot of I follow a lot of gurus, um, you know, speakers and coaches, and what I learned is like they have mentors, 
right? So I'm thinking, so this must be a thing. This is something that's really essential towards your own development to have someone a few steps ahead of you, a few years ahead of you in experience, in expertise, so that you can emulate and see a pathway to your growth and your development, right? And if we go into the big book, the Bible, you know, we can even see mentorship, you know, demonstrated in the Bible. Um, Elisha and Elijah, right? Elisha learned a lot from Elijah, right? And, you know, right at the end, you know, he got a double portion of what Elijah had, right? He learned a lot from, from Elijah. That was a mentorship relationship, right? We can talk about Esther and Mordecai. That's a mentorship relationship. Esther learned a lot from Mordecai, right? Um, and personality and the way she had to conduct herself and the way she had to develop and grow within herself. She learned a lot from Mordecai. And we can see, you know, if you study more in the Bible, Jesus and his disciples also was a mentorship relationship. They learned so much from him. They lived with him and did life him with him for whole three years, right? They learned a lot and mastered how to do things from him. So that's a mentorship relationship. So if you look at anything, really, if you really look down to the details of all the people who were successful spiritually in business, um, relationship wise, you know, a lot of those successful people have and had mentors. So for me, I started realizing that, oh, okay, so this must be like a strategy, you know, for you to fast track your development and your growth. So that's one other reason that you would need a mentor because success leaves clues, right? So let's not try to reinvent the wheel. If, if I want to achieve success, I would really look at the people who have the success I want. What did they do? What are they doing in order to achieve their success? So if they have mentors, quite rightly, you know what? I need a mentor, <laughs> right? So that's how I really decided that, okay, this is something I'm going to have to invest in, right? So I'm going to... Um, Go on and just talk about, you know, what, um, what really, how do you find a mentor? Because this is a really good question is, okay, so now I've identified I need a mentor. I, I've identified I've got a need, right? Um, this is my list of what I need to look out for. How do I find a mentor? Okay. So now that you've identified, okay, you need a mentor. Um, and this is what my mentor list looks like. How do you find them? Right. So I'm just going to give you a few tips here. Um, because I really want you to, to give you action steps towards, you know, the things you want to develop. And I know it's the end of the year, right? So people are really big on finishing strong. So I know really if you want to set some goals for yourself for your, for 2023, then this is probably one of your things you need to put in place. Get a mentor. They're going to fast track your learning. They're going to fast track your growth. Um, that's why I'm putting this more into details, giving you what to look out for and how to find um, the mentor. So this is my list, right? It's not comprehensive, not exhaustive, but these are the things that uh, what I did and what I've practically done in my life in order to acquire the different mentors that I have. And I'll give you one, one, one big, big clue when you're talking about how to find a mentor. You don't have to have one mentor. I learned about this. I don't know someone who was listening to, I think, um, I don't know. Who was I listening to? Um, they say that they have more than one mentor. They've got a mentor that cover each area they're trying to develop. I was like, wow. <laughs> right. So when I started the journey of, you know, looking for mentorship, I, it, it can get a bit overwhelming to think that you need one, but at the beginning, just look for the one person for now, right? Identify that area that you need and look for that one person. As you grow, as you develop yourself, you'll find that, okay, this person is meeting this need. Now I need another person to meet this need. Right. So I'll give you an example. Um, so how do you find a mentor? You reach out. Simple. 
Let's keep it simple. You reach out because they're not going to come to you and say, hello, can I mentor you? Right. <laughs> You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to reach out and reach out might look different, different people and depending on who you're trying to reach out to. Right. So reaching out might be somebody who's local. So if it's a local person you've admired and decided that I want this person to be a mentor, you can make a call. Ring them, have the conversation over the phone, tell them what you're trying to do, tell them your goals, tell them your vision and simply tell them that this is why I want to work with you because I admire you. This is what you have and this is what I've seen. So is it okay if we enter this um, mentor-mentee relationship? Right. And most people or the ones I've approached, they've never said no. <laughs> right. Um, so be confident, be bold and be okay approaching people. And like I said, you no know, introverts, we're like, oh, right. We can do it and it's okay for you to be bold and to be out there and asking for the help that you need, right? And one big, another tip I'm going to give you is if you're really serious about your growth, you need to get over yourself and think, you know, what if they say no? Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I'm scared. If your growth is, if you're serious about your growth, then this is going to be a strategy that you're going to have to apply as quickly as possible. Right. So get over yourself is what I would say. <laughs> right. And why am I saying that? Because at one time when I was looking for a mentor for my family, when we started doing the sports tennis journey with my boys, because I didn't know any other family that was doing what we're trying to do. It was really difficult. It was it's a new avenue that we're going into. My kids were really good. Um, and it's a challenge. I don't we do, me and my husband um, come from a family where there's no sporting development. Someone who did sports for professional life so we needed mentors we need another family who are doing what we're trying to do and then then we go back to the beginning again identify what your need is for me my need was i needed to find another family who was doing what we're doing so that i can see the pathway i can see the roadmap and i can get the encouragement and have conversations and ask questions right so one thing i did if um in this story is in my book in living the gift out loud uh, how to successfully identify and spot um the talent in your child where I talk about how I literally got over myself, being shy, being embarrassed. I had to drive to the city. So we live in Melbourne, 40 minutes away from the city. I had to drive to the city because the family that I admired had come to Melbourne. They're actually based in Sydney, right? But they'd come to, to Melbourne for a tournament. In December, we have the, what we call the showdown, the December showdown, where all the good kids in Australia, they play a big tournament, right from the under 12s to under 18s. Right. Um, so he was coming to play the under 18s, I believe. Right. So these family was coming around. I found them in the magazine. Me and my husband were reading around. We found them. And why we wanted them to be our mentors is because one, they looked like us. They were from Zimbabwe. They were black people. They were an African um, family. So so again, that was our need. There were no other people who looked like us who were doing what we were trying to do. So that was our need. We need another family. And it's, it's, a, it's a personal thing, you know, what are you looking for again, right? So for us, it was really important to find a person like this. And when we found them, we're like, ooh, we're going to drive to the city to meet them. Full stories in, in the book, right? I'm not going to do a spoiler alert, but I drove to the city. My husband fell in sick that day. We planned to do the trip. So I drove and I went to meet this family, right? Long story short, we're really good friends now, like six, seven years plus. We're good friends now. They've helped us so much, conversation, support. You know, when we stuck on something about the boys, they're always there. Um, yeah, and that was, I think that was mentor-mentor relationship with us. And they really helped us. They gave us confidence what we're trying to do. Um, so that's one way. You're going to have to reach out. Make the call, make the drive around. It's what is required. Again, remember, I said 
how serious are you to meet that need that you want to meet so you have to reach out you have to make the call right um and i think you all know about my very good friend tendai right i made a call because i really needed her to be my mentor and i'm going to get really spiritual here because i believe god told me that in order for you to get to where you need to go you're going to have to connect with that lady if you go onto my social somewhere in my stories i've talked about our relationship with who i've had with her um so literally i had a conversation with her i went i met her i think i went to her house i think and i told her that you know what this is what i've been told and then i guess it depends with the person you know you can quite quite outrightly come out and say you know what god told me right that i need you in my life you know for me to get what i need to get to and she got me because she's a spiritual person highly connected with god um and she understood what i was talking about right um so we had that conversation and she's been my uh mentor thank you and she's been my mentor ever since for years now. Um, so we've got that relationship. So sometimes you just coming out, having that bold enough conversation and that person will get you. Right? Especially if they're spiritual people, they will get you what you're, what you're asking for and where you're coming from. And that relationship will grow. She's amazing. She's one of my biggest people that I have in my corner. Right? So reach out, have conversations. Um, call them. And I've, I've found people from different places. The other lady I connected with, Ruth, who's my really good friend, um and what what department of my need does she feel in she's a very different philanthropic um she's big on non-profit big on charity big on helping people and this is something i want to do and really want to get more involved in uh, in my life for me and my husband we want to give back we want to help um other children other families particularly back in our home country there's a lot of need so it's, for us it's one of the big things that we want to really get heavily involved in and so when i met her on facebook in one of her facebook group i heard about her she was going to go to zimbabwe to do something about football and kids and for me and my husband I was like oh we need this lady i flew to sydney she was having a function um i don't remember what the details were, but she was holding a function and I flew to Sydney. I was pregnant. <laughs> I was heavily pregnant. I think I was just, I, I was nearly popping, right, uh, with, my, with my little one. Um, but I flew to Sydney to connect with her, right? And when I showed up at the door, she was like, oh, my gosh, maybe you're pregnant. <laughs> we did speak on the phone before we actually, um, before I actually flew. And she said, I've got this event, come around. I didn't tell her I was pregnant, right, but because my need was more important, right, I flew. Uh, I attended the event, and since then, this was like, what, my son is four. So this, we've had this since five years since I've known her. We're friends. Now we work at these levels of um, charity and, and philanthropic ideas. Um, and she's helping me in that lane that I need to develop in that particular area because it's something I need to master. And she's really good at that. So that's what I did to connect with her. You end up being mental mental relationship right and it grows into friendships but still i admire her she's doing so good she's got a charity that she runs um she works a lot of stuff that she does back home in our home country in zimbabwe she helps a lot of kids families women um and i've recently partnered with her in the next i will talk about this in in, in another podcast i don't want to go about it today but this is what she does in my life and this is my mentor in that area of charity philanthropic helping and giving back that's what she feels, right? So remember I spoke about different mentors who fill in different gaps of the things you're trying to develop, right? So I've spoken about reaching out, making the call, going to see them, speaking to them over the phone, traveling. And I'll speak up that the last way that you can find and connect with a mentor 
Sometimes you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay for access to this person who you want them to be your mentor. Right? Pay, and sometimes it can be an overseas person, it can be a business person in the same country, but it has to be a money transaction exchange for them to mentor you. Right? That's something I have learned to do. It's not been forthcoming, but because I've, <laughs> I've learned that it's a need and some people, they charge that fee and you're going to have to be okay to pay that in order for you to access um, you know, that support that you need. You're going to have to join a program. Right, you're gonna to have to sign up for whatever they offer, courses, programs, mentorship, whatever that looks like. You're gonna to have to be okay to pay money towards that, right? Um, so, so that's yeah, and be prepared to to be okay with that fee that they charge, right? And I know some people that might be a big hurdle for me. It was for a while, but now that I'm at the level that you know what, my personal growth and my development is bigger than whatever limiting hold I have over money. I'm okay now paying for access to people so I can get the support that they need I need in order to develop that. So that's 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 I think that's the big last one I'm gonna talk about. Uh, because as I finish off um this episode, proximity, right? A lot is caught than taught. Right. So mentorship relationship is sometimes they'll literally teach and sit down and have conversations with you, but sometimes it's you just being close enough with them to see what they are doing how they make decisions, how they run things, how they function, how they think, how they interact with other people, right? You just being in proximity of that of where they are is 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 a thousand is more than a thousand words that you can ever attain in 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 an essay in a conversation in in any teaching. Sometimes it's just proximity, right? It already is caught than taught. So you're gonna have to find ways to get proximity. So like I said, is it a phone call? Is it an email? Is it, um, you know, a connection? Is it a drive? Is it, do you have to fly to access them? Or do you need to pay for a program so that you can be closer to them, so that you can access the information, um, the knowledge and the experience and the lived experience and the expertise that they have, right? Because that's what's needed. Right. So, so I think I've covered everything. You know, that's how I've attained and identified and found my mentors. Right. I don't know if there are many, if there are any other ways, but that's how I've done it. And it's paid well because I'm really growing in these areas. Like I said, you really have to identify what your needs are and then find people that fill that void. Okay. So I hope this has been good. Hopefully it's been helpful to somebody. And I think everybody who really sees about the growth needs a mentor. Right. So I hope this is good. Let me know in the comments. Um, I'd really like to know if this has been helpful. If you need any further help, right, you know, feel free to connect with my programs. I offer mentorship. I offer programs that can help you develop these areas that whatever areas that you're trying to develop on your own. Okay, so thank you again for listening in and I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye -bye. Hey, thank you once again for being here, for your time, your ears and your energy. And I really hope that this podcast is making some impact in your life, in your family and in your business. Please share this episode or podcast with another mama, sister or woman who you think might need it. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And a review, please, if you can, because I'd really love to hear how this is changing and impacting your life. Again, special, special, special thank you for listening. For your time, I do not take that for granted. Until next week, continue living your gift out loud.